Hello again, friends. Thank you very much for joining me here on the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm your host, where each week we share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you're as excited as I am to hear what we've got for you this week. Why don't we get started? All right. Thank you again for joining me today, friends. We are going to talk about identity today and some of the ways that nature shapes our identity. Pretty interesting, right? Right. A couple things to touch on uh, as we get started here. Nature. It's, we're all born into a certain environment. There's a certain kind of nature wherever we are, whether we're in the middle of the desert, whether we are on the West Coast, whether we're on the East Coast of North America, whether we're in England or Russia, the Dominican Republic, Austria, Germany, New Zealand, Australia, any of these other places. There are local conditions around us. So the nature that around where we're born is a little bit different for all of us. Uh, what the air smells like and feels like or tastes like the native plants to the area, what we grow up and are accustomed to. I know it's very different for me being on the west coast of North America, even to go an hour, hour and a half, two hours into another environment where it gets to be high desert. It's very different plant and vegetate, plant life there. Uh, same thing when I visited Australia, totally different environment. Um, going into Sydney, like the birds were incredible. I spent hours at the botanic gardens. It was amazing. It was all very, very different from everything. We've also got water and parks that are very distinct to the, the area we are born in, as well as the areas that we live in. You know, I, I think of the if you're fortunate to live near some of the iconic national parks in whatever country you are or state or province, whether you're in the middle of a city, your experience with nature is going to be very different on a day-to-day -day basis than if you're in the suburbs or if you're in a rural area and have a big impact on, on how we are and how we grow. Another thing that affects our identity is the individual identity that we have, you know, where Maybe we did grow up in a high rise in a giant, one of the brand new gigantic towers they're building here, but had the opportunity to get outside and explore on the beach or go to some of the more remote areas nearby and play around. You know, maybe we got to go into the backyard or ride our bikes around the neighborhood with other kids. Maybe we were fortunate to go camping or hiking or boating or be on or near the water. You know, maybe our elementary school or our high school, we actually took field trips to get us out into the forest, to get us out into some different environments to see what nature was like. Maybe, maybe we got to go and actually see deer or elk or moose in the wild, whereas some other people, that might be an abstract concept which was seen in the midst of a film strip or a video. You know, I think we can all think of many times when we're we're aware of nature negatives you know in in the way some animals or some places are portrayed in movies you know the desert is inhospitable there's no life but actually there is life you look differently you know there's a ton of movies here i live in bear country uh there's a lot of people that 
because they saw it on a movie, think that every bear out there is going to come after them like The Revenant or any other bear attack movie, which is not generally the case. But that can be part of how the environment that we're in, what are we exposed to, what do we go and see, what do we have that experience with. As well, our identity changes with time as we make contact with nature, as we go out and explore for ourselves, whether that's on the balcony of an apartment, whether that's in the suburbs, or that's getting a driver's license and exploring new places. If you can go on vacations, if you went on vacations or trips with your family or friends, you know, what did you see? Did you go out skiing maybe? Did you go up to the mountains? Uh, did you drive to Banff? Did you drive to the Grand Canyon? Are those things that you saw and explored that gave you an appreciation for nature or an awareness of the different ways and the different life forms that live in different areas? Or was it something that was just watched on TV? There's also ways that nature can help us to change our identity. You know, our identity definitely changes with time. As we're small children, we grow into toddlers, adolescents, teenagers, you know, 20s, 30s, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We can use nature and many people are using nature in a way to help change their identity. It's quite common around here. Uh, I'm pretty familiar with most of North America. I think this is gaining traction in other places of the world as well that the outdoors and outdoor activity is a great way to empower people and to build confidence. You know, there's, there's a lot more things that are, that are popping up of getting kids onto mountain bikes early or getting kids on skis, getting kids out hiking, rowing, connecting with nature in some way. Generally, it tends to be in the exercise variety, but there's horses around you can ride, you know, and what's really cool is all of these things build confidence. Um, speaking just for myself, I'm not a mountain biker. Uh, maybe at some point I might try it again. It hasn't really been my thing. At the same time, I am very close to some amazing mountain bike trails. I run them fairly frequently, but going downhill on a bike, not really my thing. Uh, I'll climb uphill on a road bike all day long, but, uh, going downhill, nah, not really. Um, I did that for the first time ever, and it was a couple of years ago now in the summer. It was quite an interesting experience of learning a downhill bike, uh, trying out, seeing you know what my risk tolerance was at the beginning, getting used to things, and then how much that had changed in just a few thousand vertical feet on the same green run I was going down. I was a lot more confident, a lot more uh, empowered a lot, felt a lot more capable than I was just what, 15, 20 minutes before. So it, it really gave me a chance to go, Hey, wow, I can reflect on this. A lot of things clicked for me of why there are so many groups coming up to, you know, inspire kids or to, to take inner city kids out into nature, to take them out on a mountain bike, to put them on skis, to go rock climbing or, there's a big program here in Canada now. Um, Parks Canada has a learn to camp thing where you can be provided the equipment. And if you have no experience, it's a facilitated way to get people out into nature for all the benefits we've talked about a lot, but also in a teaching way so that you teach someone how to do it. They can teach others. They can go and enjoy and appreciate these natural areas in a different way. Now, that's not necessarily to say that everyone who's, who goes out 
climbing or everyone who goes out mountain biking or dirt biking or whatever way that recreation is, is going to look around and appreciate all the trees, all the birds, the nurse logs, um, is going to appreciate the desert for the raw beauty. We, we can't guarantee that, but we are getting people outside with those activities. As well, when we're teaching people and helping to helping them to build confidence, get empowered, that changes their identity as well because you have that confidence to build on. You've, you've tried something new. You've overcome probably some fears around it. You've moved forward. So you're moving into a new, you're moving through new terrain, definitely as you say, go down a, a mountain bike run or climb a new route or go to a new climbing area, hike a new trail hike a trail with more elevation, uh, hike a trail all the way to the peak, uh, camp in the summer, camp in the fall, camp in the winter. We, we have progressions and it's really neat because everyone in a different way through the outdoors and through the contact with nature in an adventurous way, you're exploring the new person you're becoming. You have that challenge, you have something that that provides new experiences that you can then grow with and grow upon. As well, it's fairly common to see people return to things after some type of change to their identity. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of times if someone is in a relationship, there can be a loss of some of the things that one did before the relationship for the relationship. And speaking from personal experience, it's just been something quite common of when a relationship ends, then seeing people rededicate themselves to either something that they may not have had time for or try something completely brand new. Um, several friends took up mountain biking, got really into climbing or outdoor adventuring, really into hiking, really into road trips, traveling, something that may not have been possible or may not have been a together activity uh, in a partnership that now becomes possible when it's just one person. It can often be a lot easier to get oneself out doing things than to, to organize a couple or organize a group even. As well, it helps to, to get a new sense of identity from something that is lost. You know, oftentimes in a relationship, there, there can be an identity form around a couple or of the, the partnership aspect or the boyfriend or the girlfriend or whatever terminology one is using that all of a sudden is, oh, I'm single. Um, how, do you, how do you reconnect? And it can be very, like I said, very empowering to get out and try these new activities, helps to build confidence for taking new steps in life of maybe, I don't know, buying a house on one's own, maybe changing cities, maybe doing all kinds of things that might not, not have been in the current realm of possibility or probability with a couple. You know, I to, to share one example, uh, big life change uh, a few years back and uh, really was off for a while and I decided to travel. Uh, went to Australia. It was awesome. Uh, it was something that I had always dreamed about since I saw Crocodile Dundee when I was a little kid and I wanted to go. And I went without a plan really. I had a flight. I was flying into Sydney. I had a flight booked the next day to go to Alice Springs because I really wanted to see Alice and I really wanted to see Uluru. And I knew I flew back from Sydney about a point in the future. I had literally no plan besides that. And 
if you knew me way back when, that was uh, quite a shock because I used to have things all kind of planned out and this was the routine and this happened and this happened and this happened. But in having that big life event, there was an opportunity to try new avenues, to try new experiences. And one of them was to physically change my environment for a little while to, to reconnect to my true nature by exploring and experiencing a completely different type of nature than I'd ever seen. And it was incredible. I had a blast. So many synchronicities, so many magical experiences, wild horses in the desert, gosh, jumping crocodiles, connecting with random people on beaches, people in hostels, uh, giving up the idea of hiking a trail and then having a set of synchronicities show up so that I actually ended up hiking a part of it with a new friend who as well has had a very interesting life love to have that person on at some point. But one of the things that stuck with me was, like I said, I had an identity, big life change, that identity's not there. There's kind of a gap. Like I am not this person. This is who I was. This is what I did. This is where I lived. And that was gone. Uh, I used to wear a chain, the variation of a dog tag. Um, had my name and blood type and emergency contact information on it just in case because I did a lot of stuff on my own. And one within the first week that I was out there, I uh, went swimming with a new friend and in a waterhole in remote, or not remote, it was actually one of the less remote places, but kind of got to see Australia to get an idea of that type of remote. Um, and it came off at some point wasn't until later that day I realized, hey, this this tag, uh, this little chain that I wear, um, yeah, that had an identity on it, and it's not there. And it was a really interesting time to reflect on that. Uh, it it kind of, for me, was a way to, to look at and go, oh, hey, the, that identity is gone. Like, I physically lost the thing that, the piece of identification that I wore. And... I journaled about that for a lot. I was on vacation. I didn't have anywhere to go, nowhere to go, uh, nowhere to be, nobody to be. So I could try all kinds of new things. And one of them was not having an itinerary. So I traveled around a bit. I journaled a bit. I talked to some incredible people and started to realize, hey, the universe is, or this opportunity and the universe have given me a way to reassess my identity completely. I was no longer the person that lived in this in this place that did this. I was now someone, uh, an adventurer. I was now had the opportunity, which took me a while to come to realize that it was an opportunity to look at things in a new way. And it really was in connecting with nature that I started to see it and, and to see how people live in different places, but their connections are similar different species, you know, different landscapes for sure, different energies. Uh, but those connections were the same and started to, to really see, hey, the environment plays a role with all of it. Uh, I'm a firm believer that there's a little piece of me in everywhere I've been, but there's a little piece everywhere I've been in me. And we could take that from the, the physical way of inhaling air from certain places or accidentally eating some dirt when you drop a potato chip or something on the floor or ground, uh, swimming in the water, 
eating the local food, you know, part, parts of the soil, parts of the environment end up in me. At the same time, I have been through some of these places. You know, I have, I have bled from cacti stabbing me in Arizona. I have, <laughs> you know, I have cried some places. I have swam there. So there's a little piece of what was in me in all of those places. It, it was a neat way for me to conceptualize and to think about how the role that nature plays in identity, you know, in the in the creation of it, but also in the constant renewal and and recharging of it. You know, it it's quite common, or I guess common in my experience, maybe not for everybody, uh, but to hear someone say like, "Oh, you're from here. Oh, you're from there. Oh, this person lives here. Well, in place X, they do things this way." And I haven't really found that to be the case. I've found there to be plenty of stereotypes all around, but in getting to new places, getting to new environments, and exploring the nature of them, yeah, there's differences, but there's also so many similarities. And in my experience, it hasn't been the case that everything follows such and such pattern that we may have learned about when we're younger or see on whatever media we're using. It's getting out in there to experience it for oneself and go, oh, wow, hey, this environment in Australia, it's kind of similar to Utah. It's actually kind of similar to some places in BC. Oh, yeah, and there's like the Badlands in, in Idaho and Montana. This is, huh, this is really kind of interesting. Hey, this, this desert and these red rocks remind me of the red desert in Wyoming, but I'm in Australia. But South Africa's got similar colored things. So you start to see some similarities and start to let go of some of the conceptions or some of the things around the identity. I live in this place. I have these beliefs to, hey, wow, there's a lot of similar things other places. And perhaps I could incorporate some ideas from other places into my way of being. All right. That was most of what I had written down. Um, the idea of the identity changing is one that is something I think about quite frequently especially in the light of job changes, in spite of transitions, um, becoming different ways of being, whether it's a parent or I guess we could say divorced or, or widowed, um, all kinds of different things. Getting out, getting out in nature has helped me to reconnect to that true nature and to, to understand and appreciate things in a different way, and especially to, to look at identity and ideas around who we are or how our role in different places manifests, call it. All right. Anyways, we'll end that there today. Thank you for listening, friends. I appreciate you being here. Please, please, if you get a chance, subscribe to this podcast, write a review. Those things are great. They help me get some more, uh, I was going to say viewership, but uh, listenership. Audience, audience, that's the word I'm looking for. Build the audience uh, and spread some more of the magic of nature and the ways that we can connect and what we can learn from contact, from other people's stories, and from maybe even trying things on our own. Everybody was a beginner at something once. All right, take care of yourselves, friends. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Mm -hmm.